welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. magnify you today. We lift you up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. It's good to see you all here today. And uh, it's exciting. Uh, And I hope it's an exciting, fun-filled day for you. Uh, Mother's Day. What a great day. We celebrate our mothers. You say, well, why do you celebrate your mother? Because you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a mother. (laughs) Right? If you didn't have a mother, you would. You would not exist. And so we thank God for our mothers. Even though I have not, uh, I lost my mother in 2005. Uh, But yet, the other day as I was driving down the road, both my mother and my father, I was thanking God for them. Amen. My dad passed away in 1984, my mom in 2005. So uh, although I uh, have lost them, I really haven't lost them. They just kind of will meet again one of these days as we walk down the streets of glory. Hallelujah. So in my heart, I still appreciate. So As I was driving down the road, I said, thank you, Lord, for my mother. Amen. She means a lot to me. Uh, A lot lot of who I am is because of my mother and my father. My my, uh, enjoyment of food comes from my mother. Amen. So today, as I preach and I smell all the sausages and whatever else they cook downstairs, that is going to be a... uh, a uh, smell that's going to try to grab my attention every now and then. Amen. But we do thank God for our mothers. We uh, thank you for being here. I enjoyed, we upgraded our equipment so we could actually, the kids that were talking about their mothers today, you know, it's amazing about that. When you do things like that, you're kind of not for sure what they're going to say. And so you kind of cringe. And if you've if you have children that you know can kind of be a little uh, uh, mischievous, uh, then you kind of like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Whew. But it was interesting. It was very good. So I hope you enjoyed that. Second Kings today, the fourth chapter. Hey, man, this is Mother's Day, so we're going to speak to our mothers. Hey, man. And we want, uh, you know, a mother has this tenacity. You know, when, when, when their children are in trouble, it's the mother that mama bear comes up, right? You know, when their kids are going through something, no matter where it's at, mama bear's the one that investigates and she's the one that comes along and she's the one that begins to deal with the issue. It's, it's mom that sometimes... Uh, that sometimes will look at the husband, the dad, and she'll say, are you just going to stand there or are you going to do something? What? Well, I thought you were taking care of it. Well, I just need a little help right now. Amen. Amen. So that fight, I think, was built in them, built in that mother. Amen. A lot of times... You know, dad's gone, he's at work and other places. Of course, nowadays, wives work as well. Amen. And, uh, you know, as it's often has been told me, moms work. They get up in the morning, they get all the lunches ready, they get the kids ready for school, they send them off. They go to work. They do their work all day long. They come home. They fix dinner. They get the laundry. They get, And then finally, about 9 o'clock or so at night, they're able to go to bed. Dad, dad gets up in the morning. She fixes his lunch. He goes off. He goes off to work. He comes home. She fixes his dinner. Amen. She takes the laundry. Uh, she does all these kind of things. So dad just kind of kind of skates by a little bit, you know. And every now and then mom kind of snaps and says, hey, I need some help here. 
Do we really appreciate our mothers because they really do a lot. They do a lot. Why don't we clap our hands one more time again for our mothers. So I'm going to talk about that fight, that faith that a determined mother has uh, in them. 2 Kings 4, 11 through 14. Fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said unto Gehazi, his ser- servant, call the Shumanite woman. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care what is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi said, answered, Verily, she has no child, and her husband is old. I go over to First Timothy, the sixth chapter, verse 12, where he says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Everybody say, fight the good fight of faith. Amen. If you ever want to lay hold of eternal life, you have to fight the good fight of faith. Lord God, we thank you once again today. Amen. For your goodness, your mercy, your love and kindness that you have so graciously shown to us. Thank you for your word. We thank you for every every. every individual that's in this house today but we also thank you for our mothers and we're asking God today on this beautiful day that you would bless them richly keep your hand upon them lead them and guide them and Lord forever let them be that influence in our lives that helps us along the way of life in Jesus wonderful name we pray and let everybody say amen God bless you you may be seated amen many of the responsibilities that we as Christians have today can be very stressful. Amen. How many has ever had stress in your life? Anybody? Amen. Just a little bit, right? Well, medical research shows that stress is a major cause of multiple illnesses. Stress. You could probably attest to that because you've probably been stressed out and then, and then eventually all of a sudden you begin to have these medical problems and then you go to the doctor, you don't know why you're having them and so they try to find out what is going on in your body but then they come back to that question, what do you have going on in your life right now? What are you facing right now? What's the situation in your life? Amen. However, I can challenge you to name any kind of profession, any kind of job, any kind of vocation, any kind of position, any kind of responsibility that somebody might have, that is more stressful than mom's job. Oh, I didn't get a lot of amens on that. Ladies, you should have just kind of jumped up out of your seat and shouted, twirled around two or three times, and glory to God, amen, thank you, Jesus. Because you know in your life, there's a lot of times that you don't show it, but you are stressed out. Amen. You not you can't leave your job your work your job or your workplace and leave your work at the place. No. In the household mom has that on her 24/7. The responsibility of the household is usually on mom's shoulder 24/7. Who do the kids come to when they're sick in the middle of the night? It's sure not dad. You know why? Because dad's always like, go back to sleep, it'll be better in the morning. Dad is not getting up out of bed usually for nothing. But mom, on the other hand, there's just something that's built inside of them that when that begins to happen, they've got to diagnose something. They've got to figure out what it is. They go to the medicine cabinet. They're trying to figure out, is it a, is it a, do they need some cough syrup? Do they need something, some decongestant? What is it that's going on? So mom gets up and, dis, and has disrupted her night because of this, but yet it is, it is, it is what she does as a mother. Amen. Hallelujah. So I challenge you, name any kind of a job that has more stress in it than motherhood. 
And we know, we read the stories about all the different things that happened. And, and I, won't, I will not belabor the point for the sake of time this morning. But, but there are mothers out there that are worried about their kids every day as they go into the schools or into society uh, or into the workplace uh, or wherever it might be because of so much stress and so much that's going on in our world today. And, and, they, and they fear for their children. And so mom... Moms usually look at that a little different and they, and they, and they put themselves in a place of, of, of trying to figure things out. I'm here to tell you, that's why it's important that we have Christian mothers, amen, that will stand in the gap for their kids and pray the prayer of faith on a daily basis. Lift their hands up to heaven and talk to God about their family, right? Come on, clap your hands and praise God this morning. You say that's important, amen, it's important when moms, amen, check out when their kids hadn't checked in in a while, it's important for moms, they're going to do it, dads sometimes will do it, amen, but usually it's because mom calls and says, hey, check out, amen, but moms will check them out, you know, what's going on, amen, where are they at, and we as kids growing up, we're like, why do you got to do that for, you embarrass me. But when you get a little older and you have kids your own, <clears throat> the next thing you know, you're doing the same thing that your mother did and your father did. Amen. Amen. Why is it? Because something's in there that simply says, I want to make sure my kid is okay. Right? Amen. I want to make sure that they're okay. I want to keep them out of trouble. I, I, don't, I don't want something to happen to them and I get a phone call or I get a chaplain at my door. Right? Amen. I want to pray the prayer of faith. I want to pray a protection over them, a covering. Mothers, let me tell you what. Every prayer you pray needs to be one. One of the items needs to be about your kids and your family. uh, That God would protect them. uh, That the blood of Christ would be about them. uh, That the angel Lord would camp around about them uh, and give them strength and let peace uh, be in their life. Amen, I'm telling you, it's important. Amen, come on now. We understand uh, that anybody's kid can be mischievous, right? You might say, not my kids. Well, let's, let's, let's have a little talk. My kids are good. They're the greatest kids that you're ever gonna see. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but I was too. I, I was angelic. I mean, I, I mean, I had, uh, I mean, I mean, the angels were my friend. I mean, we, we, you know, we piled together. I mean, I, I was just really, I really had, you know, I really, I really, I was that one that was just, uh, you know, one in a million. I was the best kid that, that, that anybody could ever see. If you believe that, I've got, I've got, I've got uh, something else to sell you. Realize it, mischievous. Kids are going to be mischievous, right? Were you mischievous? All right? Come on. Some people say, well, no, I wasn't mischievous. Well, maybe you weren't. So uh, strike it up. You're better than the, the, the rest of us because you were a good person and you did nothing wrong ever in your life. You were just, you were the, you were the cream of the crop. But for us that have been mischievous every now and then, we've had a mother... Yeah, that knew how to correct. Come on. This is where parents have to stand firm. And I must say in our day and time, you may agree with me and you may disagree with me, but I've got the mic right now, so you have to listen to what I got to say. Amen. I believe now in our day and time, parents are missing it because so many parents are letting their kids just go and do whatever they want to do, amen, at the expense of their own freedom sometimes. But I'm here and telling you right now that even though I didn't like it when my mother and father corrected me, I knew, I know now that when they did that, they were trying to educate me on how to do live a good life, a right life. They were teaching me how to be a good parent. Right? 
Amen. So if you love your kids, you just won't turn them loose and let them do whatever they want to do without, right? Without any bumpers, without any pushback or without any restraints. Amen. They will thank you later down the road. Amen, mama. They will thank you, dad. Amen. When they come to that place and realize that if you had not been there at certain point, certain transitions in their life, amen, they might have made the wrong decisions. We need to stand firm. Mothers, you need to stand firm. Hold on to the hand of God. Hold on to the hand of your family. Stand in the gap and pray. Seek the face of God and believe in your prayers. Where are the parents in our day and time who are not ashamed to take the appropriate action to protect their own children? Folks, we live in a sin-filled, lawless society that is headed on a downward spiral. Amen. Just look at it everywhere you look. Uh, Amen. Every news feed you got. Every radio station you got. Amen. Everything you listen to, all all the mass media. And and, and we can pick up real quick uh, that we are headed uh, on a downward spiral. And folks, listen to me today. The only thing that's going to save it all is if we put our faith and trust and our hope in the Savior. Why? We need to pray for our mothers every day. Amen. The stress that they have on their shoulders. uh, Trying to raise a family in our society. Trying to put food on the table. Amen. Trying to deliver for their kids. Uh, Amen. Understand prayer works. uh, And you need to keep praying uh, and putting your kids on the altar. uh, Amen. Let God touch their heart. Let God touch their life. You say, Pastor, they're young. They don't understand. Uh, Start now while they're young uh, and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray that prayer of faith over them. Amen. We need God-fearing parents that are not afraid to raise the next generation in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Amen. Regardless of how unpopular it will become. Come on. Churches are a target now. Christians are a target now. I'm going to tell you something right now. Until the Lord comes for me, I am not going to stop believing in him. I'm not going to turn around and capitulate, amen, to what, else, what the world might say, that we ought, how we ought to live our lives. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pray. I'm going to stand against it. I'm going to let God do his work. I'm going to pray that God will move in our church, amen, in our godly parents, amen, where faith will arise and be victorious. You say, but pastor, amen, I, I, I can't afford, amen, to, to become unpopular. Amen. I'm going to tell you something right now. I, you either stand for God or you're going to stand for the world. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve the enemy of your soul. You, there's no in-between. There's nothing. You have to make a decision. Amen. In God, I am going to trust. My faith is in him. Folks, amen. It is a heaven or hell question. You know, you have to decide who you're going to serve. You have to decide in whom you are going to believe. Amen. You have to decide where your faith is going to lie. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, make the right decision because it is a heaven or hell issue. Well, you're wound up this morning. This is Mother's Day. We're supposed to be all chilled and cool because mom having a good day. I'm going to preach to you because we need to get some tenacity in us. Amen. Amen. We need to get something inside of us that says I won't, I won't back down. I won't capitulate to this world. I'm not going to give in. I'm going to have that fight of faith. Amen. That I'm going to see this through. Regardless of what anyone says, resisting Satan's temptations is a battle that must be fought. 
and must be fought continually. Amen. He's a, he's a, he's a deceiver. He's a liar. He fills people's mind with all kinds of things and deceptions. Amen. He's a deceitful demon that waits patiently for you and I, for us, to let our guard down. And that's when he will infiltrate and begin to work his wickedness in our lives. But we, you, I, all of us need to claim the victory by the words of our testimonies and by the blood of the spotless lamb. The fourth chapter of 2 Kings, there's a Shunammite woman that, if we might say, is a candidate for the next Mother of the Year award. She's filled, faith-filled. She's, if I might say, blood-bought. She's a woman of God who's made up in her mind that she is going to fight, amen, if it takes it, to hell and back before she will allow the enemy to take her son. In 2 Timothy 3.12, the Bible says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Pastor, I want to live for God, but I don't want the persecution stuff then you won't be able to live for God. <laughs> he said we will go through persecution. We will suffer persecution. Amen. My question today is simply this. Do we have the wherewithal, the understanding? Amen. Do we have what it's going to take to be able to stand when that day comes? When the very enemy is fighting for the soul of your children, are you willing to stand and fight? When the voices of the world are, are, are penetrating their little ears, amen, and trying to cause them to believe in all this other stuff, have we been praying the prayer of faith and asking the angel of the Lord to encamp around about them and guard their ears, guard their eyes, amen, guard what they hear, what they see, and protect them from the evilness of this world? Folks, we don't have all the things we need to fight against the enemy of our soul on our own, but we have with the aid of Jesus, amen, our Savior, amen, the appropriate blessings are provided for us to make it through the situations, amen, that, that we are presented with. Amen. Turn to your neighbor right now and say, you need to learn to pray. <laughs> amen. Amen. Turn to somebody else and say, you need, come on, here's the way you do it right here. Understand this. Pastor, you shouldn't point nobody. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, my, mom, my mom always used to tell me this. I'm not mad. I'm just emphatic. She would get that bony finger and she'd point. So you need to look at them and say, you need to learn to pray. Amen. Amen. Elder, we got to take the smile off of our face. It's got to come down to where it's serious. Prayer is a serious thing. Prayer will work when nothing else will work. Prayer will break down walls when nothing else can break down a wall. Amen. Prayer will go through and penetrate areas where nothing else can get to. Amen. The word of prayer that you pray, amen, can go places that you can't go to. prayers because you see when the enemy sees you reaching out to God for help amen his first inclination will be to stop you to stop you to inhibit you to stand in your way to be an obstacle amen to approach you with a situation that will cause you amen to back down he knows the power of prayer James says uh, that the demons even know who he is uh, and they tremble. 
They know the name of Jesus. You weren't expecting this on a Mother's Day morning. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, in Jesus we trust. Amen. In Jesus we trust. Amen. We have faith in him. Amen. He's the one that we can talk to, that we can believe in, that we pray. And when I pray that prayer of faith and I call in that prayer in the name of Jesus, oh, they shake, they tremble. So he's going to try to stop you. Why? Why does he want to stop you from praying? Because when you begin to pray, amen, he doesn't want you to harness and utilize the power of God. He doesn't want you to come to the place, amen, to where what you are feeling and what you, amen, have got a hold of now can be used, amen, in the kingdom of God against your enemies, the enemy of your soul, amen. So, amen, where two or three are gathered together in my name, he said, I will be in the midst of them. Amen, if one, amen, if one could put a thousand to fly, two could put two, 10,000 to fly, how many of you believe in this place today can we send fleeing by calling on the name of Jesus? He wants to stop you from believing in the power of God. Amen, let me tell you something, Ty. You know, look, let me say it this way. If you're, if, you're, if you're not connected to God, you, 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 I mean, you might know God, you might have a little relationship, but if you don't really tap into the power and the authority of God, the enemy's not worried. You don't get on his radar until you start connecting with God. Amen. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Amen. You, you can come to church and sit on a, on a, on a church pew, uh, and he doesn't mind that. He doesn't mind us coming and, and singing in the choir playing musical instruments or teaching a Sunday school class or, or, or whatever you do. He doesn't mind that. What stirs him up is when you begin to transition into the phase of prayer. And you begin to pray and seek the face of God. And you begin to call on the name of the Lord. All of a sudden, their little ears perk up. Perk up, And they are now out to get you, to stop you. Amen. Because listen, that's when he knows he's in trouble. Is when you and I all of a sudden appear as that little blimp on a radar. That's trouble. So in 2 Kings, the Shunammite is described as a great woman. Everybody say great woman. She's content even though nothing's perfect, right? How many, how many can say today that nothing's perfect in, in your life? You're content, but nothing's perfect. Praise God. Amen. We're not walking on streets of gold yet. Right? Amen. Nothing's perfect. Amen. And her only desire is to be a blessing to the man of God that comes through every now and then. Amen. You know the story. You can go. Amen. So she starts inviting the man of God over, her and her husband and family, over, over to dinner every time he was in town. She would take him a fine meal. And then, then she decided, you know what? Amen. This is not enough. We need to make a place for the man of God to stay when he comes through town. You see, when you, you, you understand this. When you start caring about others, it gets God's attention. Ephesians 6, 8 says this, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. So Elisha told his servant, see if this woman needs anything. She said, I live among my own people. But Gehazi noticed and said, the woman doesn't have any children and her husband is old. See, when unfulfillment gets revealed, it wakes up your faith. It keeps you moving forward. Amen. It keeps you going. Look at somebody right now and say, I can't go back. No, we never want to go back. We want to go forward. We never want to step backward. We want to take steps forward. Why? Because the past is the past. Amen. You that are dwelling on your past, you need to get out of that mindset and say, you know what? I can't do, I can't redo that. Amen. But I, I do have control over today and I do have control over tomorrow and the future in my life. And I want God to be a part of that.
Amen. So, 2 Kings 14, 15, verse 15, 16, he said, Call her. And when he had called her, he stood at the door and said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord. Amen, thou man of God. Do not lie unto thy handmaid. In other words, she said, All right, man of God. Amen, don't be playing around with me. Hey, women, how many women here today can say, That's a serious subject? That's a serious subject. Amen. Why is it? Because there's something inside of you. Amen. Like Hannah of old, it says, give me, give me children, lest I die. And old Eli, Eli, Eli standing there thought, well, this woman's drunk. No. She was passionate in her prayer. In her declaration before God. So, Elisha, don't, don't be messing with me on that. But let's, let's understand it. When God shows up and gives you a blessing, you got to keep going forward. Don't go backwards. Go forward. Verse 17 and, and also verse 20, it says the Bible, it says, the Bible says the woman conceived and bare a son at that season, at that season that Elisha had said unto her according to the time of life. Verse 20 says, and when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. So what God gave her now has passed. The blessing that God gave her now is gone. See, sometimes the calamity that happens in life did not come to discourage us, but it came to wake up the fighter inside of you. The fight, the fighter that God has placed in your spirit. I'm going to tell you right now, let, let me, can I just be straightforward today? I'm going to tell you something right now. You get a bunch of women praying that are serious about prayer, you're going to, come, you're going to walk into the presence of God. Now, men, we, we, men we, got, we got to realize right now, us men sometimes, we just kind of do it because it's expected of us. And, and sometimes, a lot of times, we'll go prayer and we really don't kick it in gear, Elder. We don't really just get busy about it. We just kind of there and it's quiet and thank God for music to kill all the dead space. Men, Father's Day's coming. But women, let me tell you something right now. My mother, I could hear her pray from the other side of the house. <laughs> oh yeah, I could hear that. I'm going to tell you right now. And boy, when she'd get that little wail out like that, ooh, 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 I was heading for the hills. Because you knew something was fixing to happen. And you did not want to be anywhere near it. But she knew how to pray. Amen. Even though my mother had her moments in life where she would become very depressed. And sometimes for months on ends. And I remember my dad kneeling down by her sometimes. Even though she went to prayer, she could not pray. And my dad would kneel down with her and he'd begin to pray beside her. So he would just say, focus on what I'm saying. Focus on what I'm saying. Amen. Pray what I pray. Let me stop and tell you right now. I don't care what you go through. One thing you can't turn loose of is prayer. I don't care what you're facing in life. One thing you must not give up is prayer. Ladies, whatever goes on in your life, amen, you still need to go to your knees in prayer. Amen. Find that place in prayer. Amen. Because we need your prayer in this day and time. Mama bear ain't afraid of nothing. She's going to rattle the cage of anything if they're getting, if they're messing with their children. Amen. So ladies, let me tell you something right now. The enemy doesn't want you to tap into that prayer because the enemy believes in your prayer. The enemy knows that when you connect with God, you get a hold of something, you're not turned loose of it. Amen. But I will say this. You can't be a candidate for Mother of the Year award if you just go along with the program. If you go along to get along. If you just kind of like do it when you feel like it. Set it aside when you don't. There has to be a kingdom warrior awakened inside of you that puts hell on notice. That will speak the words. That devil, you're not going to take another blessing from me. 
Matthew eleven twelve 12 says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. You know, you know the story, and I, and, I, and I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself, but you understood that that boy didn't stay, stay in that condition. It didn't stay dead. Why? Because, because when the prophet got a hold of it and understood what was happening, amen, then he said, leave us alone. Amen. And you know the rest of the story. I won't go into that. But that boy came back to life. That was her blessing. Let me stop and tell you something. Believe in your prayer. We're going to go through things. Amen. Things are going to happen. But mothers... You've got to get a hold of that thing and not turn loose of it. Faith, prayer. Here are four traits of a mother fighter. You know what? Let me stop and say this for a moment. You know, what's going on in Ukraine right now is a catastrophe. Man, it's sad. It's really, it's really sad. But when I read some stuff and when I see some stuff where, you know, you, you see that where the mothers and the children and from 18 to 60, the men had to stay. You, are you all familiar with that? Okay, you see all that kind of stuff. But when I've seen some interviews of the mothers, mothers that have kids that have put on the uniform and they picked up the rifle and their attitude is, I'm fighting for my kids. I'm fighting for my family. I'm fighting for my country. They're willing to sacrifice their life. They're putting their life out there. And it hit me right then. If we would get that kind of, a, of an outlook, amen, that, that kind of a drive in us as a child of God that says, you know what? I could walk away. I could go to freedom out here where the enemy's not going to bother me. He's not going to really mess with me out here. But no, we decide, you know what? We're going to get in the thick of this. We're going to get in this fight. Amen. We're going we're gonna to pick up the word of God. Amen. Man, we're going to get the, uh, the, 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 the uniform on us uh, and we're going to do what it takes to be successful in this battle. All right. Amen. Mothers, say I'm going to be a fighter. Ladies, all ladies, say I'm going to be a fighter. You know, we use Mother's Day as a term. I had a biological mother and then I had an adoptive mother. Amen. So my, my, my point in this is simply this. Sometimes you may not have children yet, but you've got nieces and nephews that you're watching and you're trying to raise. You, you, you've, got, you've got other family members that you're, you're imparting and you're putting things into them. Don't, Amen, I want you to know that, that today is a day for you too because God is speaking something into your spirit that simply says, you know what? Amen, when I have my niece, when I have my nephew, I'm going to teach them how to pray. If they don't know how to pray... I'm going to teach them what love's all about, what the word is all about. Amen. I'm going to speak something into them. That's very important. Amen. We think mothers as a biological mother. My, my, my mother that raised me did not have me. She was not my biological mother, but through adoption she raised me. And really that was my mother. That, that's who imparted into me the very essential things of life. So all you ladies out there, You've probably got somebody in your life that, that you are imparting things into. All right. Here are four traits. Number one, the Shunammite woman hara- uh, uh, harnessed her emotion. Amen. Amen. Don't let the devil see you sweat. Right? Man, when he comes knocking on your door, you need to walk up to that door and look him square in the eye. And just say, what do you want? I have no time for you. You say, well, pastor, you know, the enemy is that God, if God's before you, who can be against you? If, if, if God, if, if, if God's, if God is with you, he's on, everybody say he's on my side. So don't let the devil see you sweat. God's on your side. So when you're facing that, just, that's why we call on the name of Jesus. Come on. How many ever woke up in the middle of the night and you just, Woke up out of a dead sleep and you're saying, Jesus. You ever done that before? Amen. Number two, stay faithful to God's promises. Don't expect anything short of God's promises to happen. Although the Shunammite woman was in an emotional battle at that moment, you know what she said? She was in an emotional battle. She, it shall, it shall be well. Say that with me. It shall be well. 
So regardless of what you're going through, whatever it looks like, whatever it looks like, you need to say, it shall, in the name of Jesus, it shall be well. It shall be well. The third thing, have a sense of urgency to get someone that can agree with you with a word from God to overturn the problem. Sometimes you're alone, it's difficult, but you get somebody with you to pray with you and believe with you and have faith with you. Amen. God is going to do great things. So she told the servant, saddle up the donkey and drive and go forward. And slack not thy riding except I tell you to. In other words, she was on a mission. Right? Amen. She was on a mission. She had a calamity. She had a situation. She had a problem. Number four. You must have a determination to win. At all costs. At all odds. There's going to be things that you come up against to where you're going to look at that and it's going to look like insurmountable odds. It's going to look like, can this happen? Can, this, can, can we take care of this? Jacob wrestled with an angel all night to the breaking of the day and said, I'm not, I refuse. I'm not going to let you go except thou bless me. And Elisha told Elijah, as the Lord, here's what he said, as the Lord liveth and thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he received a double portion of Elijah's, of Elijah's spirit. I'm closing, let's stand together. The Shunammite woman qualifies, yes, for the mother of the year because she was determined that if God gave her a child, he would also, amen, be able to use the man of God to resurrect that child. Listen, folks, it's time to send a message. (laughs) Come on. You need to know, let me say this, you need to know where your children are. Don't get quiet on me on this. You need to know where your children are. You know what my mom did one time? I was 18 years old. I probably told this story before. I was 18 years old. And uh, I was in a pool hall. Everybody say pool hall. Well, back in that day, there were certain things you just didn't do. You didn't play cards. And you didn't need to be in any pool hall. Yeah. So as I'm playing pool, all of a sudden, the door opens. And guess who comes in that pool hall? My mom. I wasn't none too happy. That was my mom. I had friends, other people were there, and she was letting me know that this is this is the devil's den. You don't come in the devil's den. It's like one time on Bible study night, I was sitting back, we had different pews and sitting back here. Me and another fellow, we were playing cards during Bible study night on a Wednesday night. It was those small little deck of cards. You know those little things like that? And uh, we were playing spades in Bible study. And so we're playing. My dad's up doing Bible study. We're playing back here in that seat. You know, my mom recognized that our, our eyes were kind of whatever like that. And so as we were playing, she snuck around and got behind us. And it wasn't this quiet, subtle type deal of, hey guys, what are you, what are you playing? What are you doing playing cards in church, you know? Or like, you know, hey, you know, I'm telling your dad when we get home and you're, you're, you, you're hide as his. No. She's out loud with it. You're playing cards in church? And I said, we're only playing old maid mom. And she said, with the ace of spades? What was she doing? She she was not, you know, if it was a pool hall or wherever it was, if she could find me, she was going to be checking out where I was. Thank God. 
Thank you, Lord, we didn't have cell phones back in that. No, 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 don't clap your hands yet. Thank God we didn't have cell phones back in that day and time. Because she'd call my friend's house, and my friend's mother would say, oh, they just ran down to the store for a little bit. But let me tell you something in all seriousness right now. Thank God I had a mother that cared that much about me. If it had not been for a mother that cared that much about me, I don't know that I'd really want to know where I would be today. God only knows I could be already six foot under. Because I've got a lot of friends that I grew up with that were my age that are now, for many years now, have gone on because of various different things. Guys that I used to hang with. Guys that were my friends. Do you understand what I'm saying today? Amen. Understand, it's time for us to send a message. Amen. If I have to go get them on the corner, if I have to go into the pool hall, if I have, you say, but pastor, that's just, we don't do that in 2022. Well, if you care about your kids, you don't have to be ugly. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be abusive, but you can have a heart that simply says, I love my child too much to let them hang out there on the vine and be picked by the world. We need to have some mothers today that'll stand up with some grit and say, if I must fight, bring it on. Why? I am more a conqueror through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. As we sing today and we play, if you don't mind, I want to open these altars. And, if, if, and, and, and families, if you'll come together, and I want you to put your mother or your wife or whoever, your family, put the mothers and put the, 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 the ladies in the center of that. And, 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 and can we just pray and ask God, amen, to give us the strength that we need in our day and time. And if you're unable to come to the front, just right where you're at. Come on, let's move quickly. Amen. Amen. Come up, come up here to the front somewhere. Amen. And, and, uh, and, and let's come together in faith believing. Amen. That God is going to use our mothers, our ladies today, right? Come on. Amen. How many is going to be praying for your mothers here today and the ladies here today, future mothers? Uh, amen. Are you going to do that together right now? <clears throat> Come on. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I'm not going to jump all over you. I'm not going to get a hold of you. But we are going to pray together the prayer of faith. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. We're going to pray the prayer of faith in Jesus' name. All across this building, let's raise our hands together in the name of Jesus. Come on, get somebody visualizing your mind right now that's in this altar or in this sanctuary. Or maybe they're not here today, but why don't you pray for them? Pray the power of faith right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we call upon your name. We call upon your name, your name that's above every name. It's at that name every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess. Oh God, we're praying for our mothers today. Amen. Our, 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 our sweet ladies of the church. God, we're praying that you will move upon them. Strengthen them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us believe, God. Let us trust. Let us have faith in your power, your presence. Uh, hallelujah. Come on, pray that prayer of faith right now. Speak that word. Come on, help them pray for that wayward son or daughter. Maybe that son or daughter that they haven't heard from in a long time. Come on, pray the prayer. Let that prayer go wherever they might be. Have them pick up the phone on Mother's Day and call their mother. Maybe they haven't heard from them in a while. Come on, pray that prayer with them right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, pray that prayer of faith with them. Let them be strengthened today. Come on. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You hear our prayers. You have all authority, all power in heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Go with our prayers, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Wherever they might be, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. Touch our mothers today. Let your blessings be upon them. Lord, every aunt, every sister, amen, whoever is here today, every, every woman, every, every lady in this house, I pray, God, let your blessings be upon them. Amen. Give them, amen, the, the strength to endure. Give them the strength to walk on. Let their faith abound. Hallelujah. Bless them with good health, God. Amen. Bless them with strength, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Come on, bring families back together. Bring families back together, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let problems be resolved. Situations and families, God. Let them be handled. Amen. Relationships restored, oh God. Hallelujah. 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 the holy name of Jesus. Well, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Oh, every heart and every mind. There is peace within his presence. Oh, I Well, let's clap our hands again and praise Him for His...